It's really important to stay hydrated. They say to drink eight to 10 cups of water per day to stay properly hydrated, but sometimes that can be difficult to do and completely inconvenient. And most of us don't feel like carrying a gallon of water with us at all times. But that's where Liquid IV comes in. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out or on long flights. Man, in Iowa, the summers can be brutal. 90 degrees and tons of humidity, that just saps the energy and, and water right out of your system within just a few minutes. Luckily, Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's very important to replace those electrolytes, you know? And uh, I, I just love how quick and easy it is to use Liquid IV. You just get one packet and a bottle of water and you just pour that packet into the bottle of water, shake the heck out of it, and bam, you are good to go. Since using Liquid IV, I felt way more alert, active, and just plain better versus drinking water alone. Uh, my favorite flavors to go to are the Yuzu Pineapple Energy Multiplier, and the uh, Tropical Punch Hydration Multiplier. I can't get enough of those ones. And what makes them even better is, like I mentioned earlier, they're packed with five essential vitamins like B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. And it, again, yeah, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. And they're non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy, which is just great. So uh, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code SUPERPODSAGA at checkout. That's 20% off anything. When you shop Better Hydration today using promo code SUPERPODSAGA, S-U-P-E-R-P-O-D-S-A-G-A at liquidiv.com. You have a great one, superstars. Hello once again, superstars. His name is Aaron, and he has been upgraded to version 2.0. And his name's Tommy. He was a beetle in his past life. And you're listening to the Superpod Saga. That's right. That's right. The Superpod Saga is the podcast you're listening to. That's the that's the show where uh, every every single week, Aaron and I, one of us brings a video game topic to the table, and then us and a guest talk about it. We talk about the topic. That's right. We're an official spinoff of the uh, of Roseanne, the the old uh, the old sitcom. We're, we're, yeah, we're Rose, Roseanne spinoff. They already have a Roseanne spinoff. It's it's on the air right now. We're the official one. They're the, they're oh, the I see. I see one. what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes yep. that makes a lot more sense. Um, yes. And our guest today to talk about video games is Jared. Hi, Jared. What's up? Jared is a patron. He's he's he gives us money every month. <laughs> and he's a hot fella. He's a attractive man. <laughs> and uh he's also aaron's partner on the yugi boys podcast tell tell me about that podcast or that series i guess well basically aaron and i aaron shut up you're not you're not allowed to talk right no, now. no guest guest time <laughs> okay. yeah okay. so basically aaron and i get together every once in a while and we'll try to talk about some Yu-Gi-Oh stuff whether it be the anime the cards the archetypes or just the dumb bullshit that we uh had a deal with when we were younger playing that game mm. and the current meta and whatnot. That's fun. I'm glad that he has you to talk to because he tries talking to me about Yu-Gi-Oh and I, <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. That's okay. Neither <laughs> of us know what we're talking about, really. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and and where where can people find the Yu-Gi-Boys podcast, Aaron? 
<laughs> I mean, they could go to our website, superpodsaga.com, or they could just go to patreon.com slash superpodsaga or something like that, and uh, they could listen to it there. Got to be a patron, $4 a month, just like Jared. Be cool like Jared. Yeah. Cool and handsome. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and and we have other stuff on the website, too, if you if you want more Super Pod Saga content, like articles that I'm going to write. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. That's true. And um, yeah, let's, let's start talking about video games, right? Because that's why we're here. That's why that's we've right. all gathered. Um, that's why we're not a Roseanne fan podcast. We're a, uh, we're a uh, even though we're an official spinoff, we're, we're a video game podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll that for later. Exactly. That's that's the post episode discussion is Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about video games with the best replay ability, which, uh, which can be either playing the same game over again, or if a game has a really good new game plus mode that lets you play it mm-hmm. again in a different way. It's all on the table except for playing a game once. Um, do you guys have anything <laughs> specific that like makes you come back to a game over and over again, like in general? You can go first, Jared. Uh, the story is always positive, plus the gameplay. It has really good gameplay. Even if the story's crap, I'll replay it. Mm, that's interesting. Aaron? A good, a good, uh, fuck, a good new game plus always gets me. That's actually if it ties into like, if it, if it ties into the the like the story or if it ties into like some other part of the gameplay, that's always cool too. Like, I can't. Uh, no, no, I don't want to talk about my picks yet. No, no, no not yet, I'll not yet. That. Hold on, hold on, nope, hold on. Nope. <laughs> this will be interesting because I don't replay games very often. I barely beat games once. <laughs> so for <laughs> for a game to make me want to play it over and over again, it has to be something special. And so I'm I'm excited to talk about those. Um, and before we do that, we've got a uh, kind of kind of a new segment. I uh, I don't know what we're gonna call it. I think we're gonna call it we're gonna call it Discord in the Discord. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. Well, yeah. I basically asked uh, some of our some of our Discord homies. I asked, uh, "What are some of your favorite games with loads of replayability?" So, first up, we have Chris Topher, and or he's in our newest episode about weird games. He says, "Hades next." <laughs> what? And then, oh, so if you go to Discord, it'll uh-huh. be in Superpods Saga discussions. Yeah, yeah, Super Pod Saga discussions. You can join in on the discussions. That's right, but there's more. Uh, Bachwheel or Jody, he was in our episode about favorites video game soundtracks. He says, Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous, so many mythic paths and classes to try. Do you want to read one, Tommy? Is this is this why, when everyone was talking about Disco Elysium? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Disco Elysium was one that people picked. Rick Firestone said, two that stand out to me are Disco Elysium and Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, these, those are two that I've played recently that can easily get at least four distinct playthroughs. Hell yeah! And then, and then Dave Jackson from Play or uh, uh, Tales from the Backlog, he says I don't replay games except for short games like Shovel Knight or my absolute favorites like Bloodborne. Well, damn, Dave. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> and uh, Chan Chan, he's cool. Uh, I know him by Chandler. Uh, the Mass Effect trilogy and Chrono Trigger. Yeah, but I'll yeah. feel like an absolute ass if I don't mention one of my all-time favorites. Tactics Ogre, let us clean together. Talk about some brutal choices that affect everything. Oh, I didn't know there was a game that was called Let Us Cling Together or had the subtitle. That's yeah, good. it's yeah, it's good. And I think that's I think that's all of them. Unless I missed that is it. That's it. But that's we've it. got we've got better picks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Again, join our Discord. Join our Discord games. Yeah, please. So I okay, guess. Games. Oh, what was that? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I said okay, games, but games, games. Say. I'll I'll get us started. I'll get us started on the right foot, and then we can it can like get worse from there. I think. Hop off to the left foot. Yeah, 
Yeah, hop off the okay. Uh I want to talk about Slay the Spire. Oh, damn it. I know, right? <laughs> Slay the Spire is is the deck building roguelike. Like I I don't know if I every time I try playing a different one, it, it just doesn't give me the same feelings as Slay the Spire, because Slay the Spire is just like endlessly replayable for me. It tickles all the spots in my brain that it loves. There's the four distinct classes that you pick at the beginning, and they each play so drastically differently. Mm-hmm. Your your cards and your decks and your abilities are all so insanely different. And once you like do a few runs and get it figured out, you you can it it makes it easier to like almost plan your runs or like adjust to the runs. And that oh, yeah. that's the best feeling is getting something that you weren't expecting and being like, I can make this work. I can work with this and completely changing everything and somehow making it happen. And and you lose the vast majority of the time, but the <laughs> the times when you do win just feel so incredible that you're just like, I can't believe that I did this. And you just chase that feeling over and over again. That end, I like that each class has... I think like two or three different play styles. Cause like the, uh, yeah, that too. What is the, the silent or mm-hmm. whatever they call the assassin. You can do gotta have one that focuces on like shivs dealing fucking 12 damage a piece, or you can focus on uh, poison, poison damage, double that or, poison, like, triple that poison dude. Oh my God. Or the, uh, I really like the artifact having yep. like all those different orbs, like the thunder orbs, just crashing down on enemies and having like, having like 16 orb slots and just crashing yeah. some thunder at the end of your turn. And yeah, um, and then and then you unlock new like new cards and new relics and all sorts of cool shit. I, I love that too. I always love that. Yeah. Have Have you played Slay the Spire, Jared? I actually have not, but nice. I watched Aaron play it. Nice. Um, I've told you a zillion times to get this game, but you're always like, hmm, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, That's usually my answer when you tell me to buy a game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the. <laughs> The other thing I love about Slay the Spire is the new game plus, which I don't know if Aaron has even unlocked or like the hard no, mode. No, um, no, I still need to beat it with the with the silent. I think once you uh, once you beat the game with every character, it unlocks an optional hard mode, and the way they implement it is so cool. Um, so each run is like three levels essentially. You start from the bottom and go to the top, and then you have a a boss fight at each level, but the optional hard mode, which unlocks the true ending, it uh, it adds some optional modifiers to the game that you can totally avoid and just do a normal playthrough. Like It's not like you say before the run, I want this to be the hard one. You just decide if you want to do it on your normal run. Um, there will be... Cool. Yeah. There will be... There's mini bosses on each floor, and at some point in your run, you have to pick one of them that will be more difficult. It'll have an extra added effect. And... It can be anything from it regenerating health or, or stuff like that. Um, at the same time, every there's fireplaces that or fire stops fire. What are they called? <laughs> like a firewall? No, or, no, 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 no. The, the campfire, the, uh, campfire, the campfire. There we go. There's campfires that heal you or upgrade cards or whatever. And again, at one point during your run, you have to go to one of those and say, "I don't want either of those. I just want to pass this campfire," which is brutal because those are super helpful. Um, but it's all like I said. It's cool that you don't just select at the beginning. I want to do the hard mode run. You can actually kind of decide. I want to just do a normal run and avoid those things. It's it's such a cool implementation. Hell yeah! Yes. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I like. I also like that it's it's one of the. I feel like one of the few where it's just a card game and like there's no extra bullshit. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like 
there there's monster train where it's like part tower defense there's Is it uh, really? i didn't know that yeah uh wild frost where it's like part strategy game kind of uh it's just it's just a card game you just it's play cards and you damage and that's it's cool pure cards check it out check pure out the Spire. and then never play another card game again because <laughs> it, it'll consume your life yeah um well my my first one was chrono cross oh definitely not a yeah um a, the whole chrono series has a really they do new game plus in like a really really cool way so like um i'm talking about I'm gonna do chrono cross only though because trigger's cool but chrono cross does it a lot better um so cross you have like 30 recruitable party members but you can't get all of them on one playthrough because of certain choices you'll make throughout the story. Like if you, if you choose to have kid join your party or not, that'll, that'll affect it or how you get into like Viper Manor, that'll affect it, stuff like that. But basically you, you'll get everybody, or I guess you can try to get everybody you can in one playthrough. And like the next playthrough, they also give you the ability to switch out the main character surge for a different party member in combat, which is awesome. Cause like your first playthrough, You'll have plenty of surge, goddammit. Um, it's like the 90s play. all over again. Basically, yeah. And then... Um, I love surge. And then <laughs> the, the drink or the character? Oh. I like the drink. Yeah. The drink is good. But yeah, the your, your, your preceding playthroughs give you a lot of, lots of chances to experiment with the different characters. Because like, the, the different characters in the game will be... Uh, of innate colors or, or elements basically so like the surge is uh he's white so basically you, you don't want to have another white character in the party and not for like racist reasons but the, the element say, is I'm that racist about. no <laughs> no but you don't want to have another color that's uh white element i should have said <laughs> in your party because if because so, if you get come up against maybe like uh a, a whole team of like uh, white element characters or like uh, like a white element boss you're gonna be kind of screwed because you'll do half damage to it but basically your next playthroughs give you plenty of time to experiment with like new characters in your party and um also they they do this really awesome thing where um that anytime you could just skip to the last boss like you could skip like the rest of the game go right to the last boss and just finish your fucking playthrough and move on to the next one which i feel like is awesome like it doesn't yeah for sure doesn't waste your time you can just go right to it um and the, the game also lets you carry over all of your characters from your from your previous playthroughs into your current one. So you could just uh, run through a playthrough, grab some characters you missed, slap the last boss in the balls, beat mm-hmm. the game, go to your next playthrough, and then, yeah, it's great. Chrono Cross, love it. It's great. Is it is it just uh, experimenting with different stuff, or is it getting eternally stronger that you keep uh, keep replaying it for? Oh my bad. Uh, you, you just keep recruiting all the uh, oh, it's all the to collect them uh, all. Other characters, yeah, basically. Gotcha. Okay. And oh, I guess and there are different endings too, because like, mm-hmm. well, no, no, I, I can't say that without spoiling anything. There are different endings as well too. That's neat. What what neat things do you have, Jared? Yeah, tell us about the neat stuff. Uh, the game that I chose, I guess technically for the new game plus part would be with The Witcher Three. Oh. I haven't played a lot of games that include like bonus material or information when you play like new game plus but this one basically you can beat the game and have all the equipment money materials that you had that you gathered through the 100 plus hours that you played through and bring it into the next game and you can change the difficulty to the max level so you can make it easier (laughs) (laughs) um 
I don't know. I've I've probably played The Witcher three from start to finish, including all the DLC eight times minimum. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I love the game. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's such a fantastic game. Open world, uh, beautiful landscaping, great story, great combat mechanics. I love the fact that there's two different types of weapons that you have to use. Steel swords for human enemies and silver swords oh, yeah. for monsters and whatnot. Plus all the mechanics that you can choose from using like bombs, your axes, or not your axes, not your signs, one of them being axie. And then you can also modify a skill tree with there, so you can kind of have a customizable character in a sense, and a customized gameplay every time that you do play. The oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I that's that game has eternally been on my go back to list because I played it for quite a while and I loved the the variety of combat that you talked about. It's not just a guy with a sword running around and swinging with combos. He's got so much versatility in how you go about basically everything. And all the uh, the different oils that you can oil up your sword yeah. with, like it's a, like a massage boy or something. That's cool. <laughs> having having really to actually have, having to actually <laughs> prep for enemies by by making oh, sure yeah, you got yeah, the yeah. right yeah. stuff. I love that. That's cool too. Really monster huntery, but yeah, I love it. Tommy, yeah. Um, speaking of very big games, uh, I I'm gonna talk about Mass Effect, but specifically the first one because that's the only one I've replayed multiple times. Oh, yeah, because you've never played three, I've right? I've never played you three. Right to Andromeda. <laughs> yeah, technically <laughs> I skipped to Andromeda. That was, the, that was the first one that came out after I had experienced. Like, I couldn't play the... I never played them on release. But um, the first Mass Effect is surprisingly quick to get through. Like, if you just mainline the story, it wouldn't take you too long at all. So it makes it easier to, to do multiple playthroughs and experience all the different choices. And... The, the choices in the first one, I think, even though you don't see the full trilogy or the outcome of stuff, they still feel impactful. And so it's fun to go back and change those and see how people react to them and stuff. And it's kind of like, uh, I just love the, the what, how do I want to say it? How impactful in the culture of gaming that game is. Because even just last <laughs> week in our Discord, there was a discussion about, did you save Caden or Ashley? That's something that is like, I don't know, almost like a thing that you need to ask someone who plays games. <laughs> it's the litmus test of, of what kind of person you are. Oh my god. Yeah, it is. And whether or not you let uh, uh, that Rex dude live. Yeah. Uh, was that his name? Yep, I don't know. Rex. The the first time I played, I killed him. <laughs> yeah, because he, he goes like, he goes crazy or something. Yeah, like he gets yeah. He's sickness or something. No, he just goes crazy because the they find the people that uh, caused the genophage on his people. And he's like, we got to kill them, man. And you're like, whoa, whoa, they're on our side here. We need, we need them. And he's like, no, let's kill them. And so you have to figure out what to do. And I was like, no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh boy. Did you, yeah, you, you played Mass Effect, didn't you, Jared? I did not. I've not played any of them except for Andromeda. So would you save Caden or Ashley? <laughs> I, I don't know. Pick, I don't pick know. now. Uh, Ashley. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh man. God damn it. Oof. That's the end of the episode, everybody. Yikes. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know why. I, what I, what was wrong with that? But all right. Ashley sucks. Oh. Well, she sucks at first. Apparently, she develops into a good person. But she, her, your first intro to her is space racist. Where she's like, what's with all these aliens here? I just hate them. <laughs> okay, so Ashley was the right choice. 
<laughs> Holy shit. No, oh, I, I can uh, I can tell this because Aaron it tickles Aaron. Um you can romance people in Mass Effect and I I was I decided in this playthrough I was gonna romance Tally, which you can't do until the second game. So I was like, okay, I just won't romance anyone the first game, I guess. And I accidentally romance Ashley, and I was like, I don't know what to do about this because I didn't want to romance you. <laughs> so when it came to the choice, like, do you want to save Kate or let Caden die or let Ashley die? I was like, oh, perfect. I'll let Ashley die. Two birds, <laughs> one stone. <laughs> oh my god, that's I, it I don't works out what for episode. everyone. I don't remember what episode this was in, but that's like the most it's always sunny fucking <laughs> sitcom shit ever. Like, oh, I, I, I don't want to break it off. I'm, no, that's scary. I'll just fucking kill her. And then in Mass Effect, <laughs> in Mass Effect 2, people are like, I'm so sorry that you lost Ashley. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like looking. I'm like ready to move side on. Side to side, like, oh, yeah, oh, boohoo. <laughs> Fuck, <Shoot>. man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's, speaking of, of space races or whatever uh the next one i had is uh it's hades oh my yeah. gosh hades how did i forget about hades the best space game yeah not about space though um yeah oh, man hades is just it's cool as hell it's just it's just got the coolest art style it's got the coolest music it's got like it's just just an isometric dungeon crawler you you uh What's cool is that you, you can basically customize each run. Like you can pick different. You, uh, before you even do that, you can uh, upgrade your different skills. Like you can have multiple. Like there's different versions of each skill. Like there's like the Stygian version and like the other version. I forget what the other one is called. It's like purple or green. But like uh, you can either have multiple dashes or just like one dash that gives you a speed boost or something. I forget. Or it's like, hey, do you want? Do you want to have? multiple revives in one run or do you want to just have like one revive per room in a run or something like that and then and then there's uh different weapons you can equip that all have different aspects as well too so like you can choose between like uh the sword bow this like machine gun this lance but then like each weapon also has multiple different play styles because like the what is it the, the sword usually just has like increased crit rate when you attack from behind but there's different aspects for like there's like the aspect of King Arthur where if you do your special, it makes this like circle that gives you increased damage or increased health or armor or whatever the fuck. And then there's there's just so much customization at the beginning of a run. You can pick different trinkets that also give you even more shit. And then there's once once you beat the game and you, you do all the other shit, you can turn on what's called heat where like it adds different modifiers to make the game a little bit more, a little bit harder, but um, gives you more rewards. So you can make it so... There's a time limit to how how um, like your timer counting down as you go through your run. So if it counts all the way down, your run is is over basically. Oh, um, interesting. Increased price, increased prices in shops, uh, all sorts of other cool stuff. But yeah, then there's all the different boons that you get from different gods. You can mix and match some, and just have like the most overpowered, fucking ridiculous run ever possible in the game. Uh, my favorite weapon is the uh, twin fists of Malphon with the aspect of Gilgamesh for anybody who gives a fuck. But <laughs> Hades, <laughs> Hades just rules. It's it's such a good game. I've put like 150 hours into it. I I love it. It's great. And and Aaron, the first time you eat, beat the boss or mini boss of a stage, the next time you go there, it's of a th one of three different varieties. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, because it's first it's like yeah the uh, little um. 
the Fury sisters or whatever, and they mm-hmm. they they fight differently. And then when you first fight like the Bone Hydra, it's just Bone Hydra. But then he yep. like Zagreus is just like, oh, I'm just gonna call you Lerny from now on. So he's like <laughs> Lerny forever. <laughs> Right when I got cool. right when I got comfortable and confident enough to I beat the thing and I was like, cool, I can do that every time. And then it's like, nope, we're going to switch it up and make it different for you. Suck on that. Dude, but it's it's so satisfying. Oh, yeah, once you yeah. do learn like the attack patterns for each boss, because like mm-hmm. even Hades, like at the end, I was like, dude, there's no way to beat this fucking guy. It's ridiculous. And then you find out he's just a little bitch. And it's so it's super <laughs> easy. <laughs> it's good. It's good. See, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be uh, weird here. I've never played Hades either. I've, that's another one where I've told you to buy, to buy it and play. They're, it. they're making a sequel. They're making a second one. Yeah, I even played it in front of you in your hotel room that one time. Remember? Yep, I do remember. Were you Were you just pointing at the screen saying, "Look, fun! Look!" <laughs> uh, I think we were just chilling out and eating pizza. Yes. And, yep. And he was playing it while we were eating pizza. I just want Jared to play this game so we can talk about it, but he's just like, maybe, maybe I'll get it. <laughs> you just slowly slide the controller into his hands. <laughs> just take his pizza out of his hands. Yeah. Like, Here you go, bud. Here you go. You got it. Training wheels. Fun. Mm. <laughs> go. <laughs> Speaking of Greece, Jared, what's your next one? Uh, as far as Greece goes, uh, we're going to go with Binding of Isaac. Oh, greasy. Hey. It's, it is definitely one of the greasiest of the greasy. It turns you into a sweat monster once you get further into it. But, uh, this was actually a game that I hated when I first started playing it because I sucked at it. Mm. I actually played a couple of levels and I failed miserably and I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I, I can't do this anymore. And then I watched a couple other people play it. I'm like, this is this seems really fun, but I'm bad at it. And then I watched somebody who was just awful, awful at this game <laughs> play it and do well. I'm like, all right, <laughs> all right. If he can do it, I can do it. Amazing. It is a uh, definitely a crazy one. They've got they've come out with a lot of DLC for it. I think there's three total DLCs now. They just keep adding more and more and more insane. Items, bosses, activities, levels to it. It's it's crazy. Kind of like Hades where you can kind of pick your weapon in a sense. You don't pick your weapon because your weapon is your tears. Oh, sure. But you can modify your weapon by having like ch- double shot, triple shot, quadruple shot. Some of those even stack so you can get like a triple shot and a double shot. So it's now five shots. Um, you can make your tears bigger, which does more damage. Uh, the enemies are just insane looking weird monster creatures. Um, a lot of them are poop. <laughs> uh, a lot of them are like flies and whatnot, but there's some crazy bosses that are just ugly little monsters like uh, Monstro. He's just a weird blob with a face. That's a good. Uh, name. You, get, you get to fight your mom. Oh, the first time you fight her, it's just her foot. Or, yeah, it's just her foot, technically, because um, you're in a basement, so you're hiding from your mom, and she's stomping down, smushing you, and you fight her later as her heart. Hmm. You can fight Satan. You can oh. fight, you know, uh, Mega Satan. So there's regular Satan, which he has three different forms, and there's Mega Satan, who's the who used to be the ultimate boss, but now he's kind of a joke compared <laughs> to the, the newest one that came out can't even remember his name anymore. It's been so long since I played that level, but he's ridiculous. So is uh, 
I've never played this game. It's my turn to have a game that I've never played. Is the is how does the exploration work from place to place? Is it like randomly generated areas or is it set like kind of like Hades with just mixed uh, and matched? It's actually uh, you, there's no two runs that are ever the same. Mm. You can uh, create the same stuff if you want via like uh, I think they're called Easter eggs if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've used that, but it's basically like a little cheat code, and you can duplicate the same dungeon you played before oh, or one cool. that you've seen. But every floor uh, is is randomly generated, so it could be a really quick. Oh, I got to the boss after like mm. three three rooms, or it could be like I explored this entire floor of twenty floor or twenty rooms before I got to the boss. And I'm sure so it's, it, it's got that where like you have to decide if you want to keep going while risking finding something bad but needing to find better stuff it yep it has a lot of that aspect so there's times where it's like oh i only have like two health left so if i take two more hits i'm dead but there's like four other rooms that i need to explore to find the item room but i don't know if i'll make it and the boss room is right here so you have that little decision of do i press on to hopefully get that item or do i press on to the boss and just move on Yep, yep, that's the best. Man, roguelikes are, are they're good games, man. <laughs> they're they're crazy. I I love roguelikes. I just like I know Aaron told said that he was we tried to get me to play Hades and it's something I've actually had interest in. I just never played it, but mm -hmm. roguelikes are just insane cuz there's like I said almost never two floors the yeah, same. Yeah. Nothing is almost ever the same from run to run. It it just creates such good stories about like I key how people go and it's just it's just about nothing but getting the very best time you can and they have they they make you chase that carrot in such interesting ways like they don't just have an overall leaderboard they have a world leaderboard they have a united states leaderboard and then it even goes down to just your state so you can try and be the fastest guy in your state and um you can you can pick individual ghosts from other people in your state to race against so you can see what lines they're taking and it's uh super quick to reset like the the races can be from like 10 seconds to a minute and a half they're they're super short and quick you just hit a button and you can reset right from the beginning and it's instant there's no loading you just hit b and it starts from the beginning or there are checkpoints throughout the race and you can hit y and it goes back to the last checkpoint if you just want to practice your sections over and over again and you just when you get into it you turn into a madman you turn into a complete psychopath where the the game is uh super duper fast like there's turbo pads there's rocket boosters there's things that turn the gravity high so you can stick to ceilings and i i'll send a link to uh, just to show you what the tracks are looking like in the chat so you can you can take a look but it's it's not just like normal cars there <laughs> but um the cool thing also is everyone has the same exact car. There's no special abilities. There's no upgrades. Everyone just has the same car. So technically, every time that you see on the leaderboard is totally achievable by you. You just have to learn the skill and learn the courses enough and actually drive right to be able to, to be that fast. And that that chasing that carrot of just getting a better time and seeing jimmy 420 with a time that's half a second better than yours in nebraska and you're like i can't i can't let him be beat me i've got to beat jimmy 420 and you can even put his ghost on and see where he goes and and chase him in real real time it's 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 like they took 
the fun of racing and distilled it into the smallest package and made it as addictive as possible. Well, I don't like racing games. That does actually sound like a pretty interesting concept because uh, once I find out who's in my state and I beat him, I'm talking yeah, smack. Exactly. Like, meet me. I, I, uh, when the game first came out, I was on the, the subreddit and I just posted a thing and someone was like, oh, hey, you're whatever my username was from Nebraska. I've got a couple times faster than you. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> How fucking dare you? <laughs> that's it i'm coming to where you're at man i'm gonna delete your game <laughs> the, um, yeah so track mania cars cars but they're not customizable cars unless you pay money um <sighs> like skins first, skins i mean skins you can't you can't actually every car is exactly the same there's no upgrades or or boosts or anything um but that first season when the game came out i played so much that i finished I think it was 527th in America when you it combines all your Ooh. times from that season to and you you got to be like the fastest you got to go fast. Got to go fast. That's it just I'm came listening. out on consoles. I downloaded it last night and I just beat Tears of the Kingdom this morning, so all I'm going to do is play Trackmania for the rest of time. Is it is it on Xbox or is it only on yes. Switch? Or okay, sweet. No. No. I'm going to try on Xbox. Uh speaking of of got to go fast, let's let's talk about Dicey Dungeons. I love Dicey Dungeons. Oh, I love Dicey Dungeons. What a lovely yeah. little game. It's it's uh, another roguelike. Yay. I, I promise this is my last one. No more roguelikes. But um, yeah, Dicey Dungeons. It's So there's like, what, six different characters you can play as. Each one plays as, uh, each one plays a little bit differently. And I guess they each all have different, different cards that are available to them as well. But yeah, then once you beat each character's first chapter, you unlock like different, I guess, preceding chapters for them and there's different little modifiers for like the warrior will be like oh you uh what is it every time no every time you you level up you lose max health you start off with you start off with like max i guess max health but every time you level up you lose health or something like that it's stupid and then uh it's just crazy and then sometimes the enemies are fucking ridiculous and sometimes you just get shit equipment and you can't really make anything work and it's like well guess i'll just die and then you start a new run over and daisy dungeons is is, is good it's good and it's, the music it's rules. so good Our it's so charming rules. yes yeah yeah i need to play more of that yeah you do it's on mobile too it plays oh, that's, just that's perfectly great. on mobile yeah yeah <laughs> jared? jared 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 uh the next game that i wrote down was the original fable well i guess i shouldn't say the original but the original fable Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh. not the xbox version the pc version uh, i mean they're both good but the pc version had like dlc added to it really and it was really fun i i can't tell you how many times i actually played the original fable on the pc it's it's probably like 40 times minimum Holy shit. i i played it on the xbox i i even rebought it when they came out with the anniversary edition i probably replayed that like three or four times there too it's I, like I said, I can't count how many times I played it, but that was one game that I played so much that it got to the point where I was beating the entire game in like three hours. Holy <laughs> cow! God. You're a pro. I was. I was. The I don't know. It, the original, the second and the third one kind of fell off in that sense of like evil decisions. I loved in the first game where if you made an evil decision, it did actually affect how the people reacted and how you looked, and it could change a little bit in the story, like nothing like major. But just the the whole aspect of the story, the combat was fun, the 
the being a thief was always fun. I loved to yep. break into people's houses and steal their shit. Steal their um, cheese. <laughs> I would always go into like it. Technically, it's like the first major town that you go to um, when you first start out. And I would always run, like make a beeline right there and just keep refreshing the, the shop and steal like the, the high level armor. <laughs> so I was super OP like right away. Nice. That is odd. I, I liked that um, evil and good guy routes actually really changed things. Like for, like for the evil route, couldn't you just kill everybody in the Heroes Guild and then like there would just be like fucking nobody yep. there yep. all the time. You just yeah. kill people and they, they never came back. Yep. That's so cool. So you could soft lock the game. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Just like with uh, with Morrowind, you, you could also do that and like doom the story and like the yep. game would just be like the dog, why? Like you, you're gonna need to, you're gonna need to reload a save, dog. <laughs> I I've never played Fable. It's it's on my list of games to play and has been forever. Thomas, um, I have a, I have a friend who got an Xbox Series S about a month ago. The only game he's played on it is Fable. <laughs> it's his Fable machine. That's nice. That, that's worth the the purchase. I feel like yeah, I would I would spend three hundred dollars just to play one game. And Dude, that, was... that one game is Fable. So that that's got to be like one of the one of the best. Uh, exclusives on the original Xbox is Fable. It's like it was, it was, it was so different and and weird and cool. Yeah, I think it was just way ahead of its time too. Way like, ahead of its time. The the fact that they had a game where actual decisions that you made did affect things was like unheard of back then. Oh yeah, I'm Tom, really curious to see how oh, the new one's gonna be. I can't wait for it. I'm super excited. Yeah, speaking of combining Trackmania with Fable, it's the it's the Forza Horizon devs making it. Oh, oh wait, no, you're talking about who's making like the new Fable? Yeah, the new Fable. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I I really really hope it's it's good because like, Fable yeah, Fable three was kind of eh, and like Fable Legends was eh, so yeah, yeah, please God, it'd be you, tough. You're to being be worse too kind with Fable Legends, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was all it was really all right. Like, it, what it what audio sound would you give it? Um, I would give it a. Uh, no, you already gave it an eh. Yeah, you gave it an eh. Yeah, when, when I would, uh... oh, oh, that's a good go, one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, how how is your guys' list? I'm halfway through mine, so we do do we need to do an ad break? Yeah, I'm I'm halfway through as well. What about you, Jared? Uh, I mean, I'm technically under halfway because I got seven of them, but uh, I, okay. yeah, that's perfect. Sounds like an ad break. Okay, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you today by our superstar patrons, a novel console, Jared and Jameson. Your generosity clearly knows no limits, and we can't thank you enough. Tommy and I will pray to your names every morning, noon, and night. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, superstars. Are you a coffee addict looking for your next big caffeine fix? Or are you just tired of all the normal boring coffee options out there now? Well, you need to check out Bones Coffee. Bones Coffee has lots of different varieties of coffee flavors. They've got things like red velvet, cookies and cream, s'mores. They've got one that's called Jamaican Me Crazy that's really good. It's like caramel vanilla rum kind of thing. But they also have just your usual, you know, salted caramel and French vanilla and all that stuff. They even have decaf and what's called high voltage, which is just extra strength. And they've also got espresso. They've got all sorts of cool stuff. Plus, if you use coupon code Super Pod Saga at checkout, you'll get 20% off of your order. 
And again, that's Super Pod Saga at checkout to get 20% off. You can also follow the link in our episode description. And yeah, why not? Use that one-time coupon code. Like I said, 20% off. It's great. Set over to BonesCoffee.com. Get yourself some coffee, some you know, cool gear like mugs or French press kits, stuff like that. Check it out. Well, goodbye. Have you guys ever been at a place, a public place, or maybe your workplace or school or something, or maybe with your family or, or with your friends, or maybe just hanging out with your pets at home, and you say a funny joke and no one laughs? All the, All time. the time. I'm All extremely the time. funny, so. <laughs> well, guess what? I've got the solution for you guys. It is the bring around with you in home studio audience. <laughs> it's a group of. <laughs> group of people this isn't just an audio recording it's an actual group of people that follow oh, you around and will laugh at your jokes <laughs> if, you sound like a gang following you around it's an entourage <laughs> yeah. and uh some people's humor is like different than others so the audience might not get it right away so if you pay a little bit extra you can get a little button that you hit and then it pops up a big light that says laugh and so they know just when to laugh do they, do they just have like have that like on the end of a piece of a like a piece of string tied to a stick and like it just lights up and they're like oh ha, ha, ha. yeah yeah exactly okay cool. yeah exactly. now is this like a monthly subscription or is it a no. one-time payment one-time purchase and these people will follow you around for the rest of your life oh beautiful yes i need <laughs> is this. it the rest of my life or their life the rest what, of if, your life. what if they die before if, me if they just them, follow yeah if any of them die the new one rises up in their place from the ashes like a phoenix Oh my, like a, like a fucking necromancer? Like if a skeleton dies, a new one yeah. just pops out? Yeah, Holy the, the skeleton forms first, then the flesh around them, then the skin and clothes. That would be <laughs> a great Christ. experience. I think I would just kill one of them to find out how that happens. Do they? Do you need to feed them at regular intervals? No, like, no they'll figure it out on their own. <laughs> they just have like cheeseburgers in their pockets. <laughs> do they... Do they ever need time off to go like be with their family? So like grieving time no, or anything they like that? Families and bring them with them. Oh shit! Okay, so you get, so you buy one, you get their whole family to come with, and they like your yes. jokes too. Cool. Cool. Dang. Okay. Talk about a twofer. God <laughs> damn, that's a all, deal. All just to laugh at your jokes in public. What if your jokes just are not good? Like they're really bad jokes. Like, do are they, they are they required to laugh? Yes. Yes. That's all they know. So 24 hours what day, happens if they don't laugh though then you've got a defective one and you need to call the company <laughs> and they will send a SWAT team in to take them back <laughs> oh my god they call in like ice or something like that yeah. <laughs> holy fuck oh my exactly. god there's no way this can possibly go wrong all of your jokes will be laughed at could you imagine like you just, you just like you just go fart and then like all of them laugh except for one and then like all immediately a chopper comes in and like it's just, it's just scattering all over the place there's like people getting smacked by the helicopter blades but like this one dude just like repels down swoops up this one that wasn't laughing and like drops another one in their place and just they fly away and crash or something up until your deathbed when you're lying there about to take your last breath and you're like I guess it's me that's going to be left breathless. And then you slowly press the button with your thumb, and then they all laugh hysterically. <laughs> fucking wake me. There, there's just one. There's one dude in the pack that just that just doesn't know when to hold back. Like he's always full force. He's like, 
He's like, ah, he's like slapping his knee. Like, oh my god. His laugh goes on longer than the others. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I need this. How do I buy it? Um, you could just call the company Take Home Audience Home Studio Audience at At Home Studio Audience, and they will get you set up with the product, which is the people. Thanks. Sweet. Thanks for sponsoring us. Thank home you. studio audience. I gotta go buy one now. We... We're back. We back. We're back. Alright, let me uh let me let me shake all the crazies out real fast. I've now that my soul's been implanted back into my yeah. body. Yeah, shake all the crazies out because I got a humdinger of a video game to talk about. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. The video one of the video games that I could play over and over again until the sun destroys the earth uh is Mario Party. Ooh. I yeah. Interesting. Love Mario Party. I will play I force my family to play Mario Party every <laughs> time we're together. They don't have fun, but I do. Um That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> the, 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 oh my god, they're just like <laughs> to see Tommy like he's he's playing like some matching game, like, yay, I win, isn't this fun family? And your family's just like, Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> There was They're all in the background, uh, fucking conniving to figure out how to get rid of you. There was, <laughs> oh my gosh. Escape. <laughs> there was one time we played on my birthday because that's the best time to play Mario Party, and I was confident they were letting me win the games because I heard them like whispering to each other, and I kept winning, and so I got a little upset. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna play anymore if you guys are just gonna let me win. Where <laughs> this is about to. <laughs> They're like, good. <laughs> This and like they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was like for my 31st birthday. Um, and they were like, no, what are you talking about? We're not letting you win. And I'm like, it feels like you're letting me win. I Just just please play the game normally. Oh my and that God, caused a thing. I, I ended up winning the game because I'm very good at Mario Party. And I, it just felt so hollow because I couldn't tell. <laughs> oh, shit. But, oh, man. Um, what makes Mario Party fun for me is the mix of randomness and strategy, and also you you kind of have to be good at video games, but that doesn't automatically make you the winner because there's so much randomness, and it's just it's just never ending fun to me. I love I love strategizing my board moves and and my money count and item usage. I go way overboard on Mario Party, <laughs> way overboard. If there was a if if Mario Party was an esport, I would be the first one in line to try and and make it like. When they announced the newest one was going to have online play, I was like, this is it. This is going to be my career. This is how I'm going to make a living. And then it wasn't anything like I wanted. There wasn't even like a, a leaderboard or, or anything. <laughs> Everything's so that, looking up, Tommy. I know. So that dream was shattered. <laughs> but but I, I love Mario Party so much. It's 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 wonderful. Yeah, I, I like playing Mario Party. It's great and all, but I have the worst luck because like I'll be on top of the world with like three stars. And then I'll land on like a space and it'll be like, ha ha ha, you're homeless now. And it takes away all my stars and then takes away all my coins. And I'm just. Yeah, but it only kicks you out of your house. Basically, yeah. Mm. Holy shit. <laughs> I sounded like Voldemort there for a second. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, Mario Party's great. I like playing it, but I have the worst of luck. And, and sometimes I don't like playing it. I know, Jared. <laughs> what about you, Jared? Uh, I'll take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am definitely the person that like, I'll play this, but I will hate you for making me play it. <laughs> I'll play it, but I won't like it. I won't have fun. 
That's Even fine. if I'm winning. I'll be having fun. <laughs> Tommy's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm just kind of fucking... I'm on the floor, like I'm just fucking dead because I lost all of my stars. And Jared's just like, <laughs> he's just got a perpetual frown. It reminds me of that Family Guy episode where Peter Griffin's riding on that and never under story thing. He's like, oh yeah, my God, yeah. <laughs> he's like, we're going down, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, speaking of parties, I had WarioWare. Oh yes! Oh my God, I I I I like to say that I like WarioWare more than Mario Party, but it, no, it's it's pretty even. They're both really good in their own ways, but WarioWare, I just love how chaotic it is. Cause like, uh, yeah, each each time you uh, play through each micro game, get to the boss, finish the boss, and then it's like, oh, it's getting faster, speed up, and then mm-hmm. it's just insanely fucking fast, and it'll be like this car driving at a dude. You've got to like jump over the car. But then he gets fucking killed, and you're like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. And then some of the micro games are just nonsensical. Like, it'll be, uh, you know, pick this man's nose, but you've got like a split fucking second to, to ram that middle finger up this dude's nose, and you just miss and fucking shatter his nose or something. And, yeah. uh, and oh, and they've got that new one that they've said is like a direct sequel, like, or not. A direct follow-up to uh, Smooth Moves on the Wii, which was really good. So uh, I'm excited for that. WarioWare is fun. I it's love crazy. WarioWare. Yes. I need to... Yes. Is that on the Nintendo Switch Online? Yeah. Yeah, on the uh, the Game Boy Advance one is, yeah. Is it really? Oh my gosh, yeah. what am I doing? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's I, a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap. Also, you can in the first one, if you wanted to practice the micro games for one reason, you could just play it where you just play the same one over and over again, and it gets infinitely faster. And I have a distinct memory of playing the one where you just return a tennis serve over and over again, and it's just getting faster and faster. So it's just it's just me on my little Game Boy just hitting it. It's just going thunk 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 thunk. It's just going so fast, and I was like, I'm gonna set the world record. There was, uh, they had the one for the DS, WarioWare, or the 3DS, sorry, WarioWare Gold, and they have oh, a yeah. lot of, like, um, a lot of, like, uh, time trial modes, I forget what the hell they're called, but I like to try to beat my records at those, those are pretty cool. I might get the new one, depending on price. I mean, hopefully it's not 70 fucking dollars, that'd be ridiculous for <laughs> WarioWare, dude. Seriously. Like, f- 60 tops, maybe? Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope 50. 50's good. Hey, we we get Superpot Super Saga. We're the official affiliates for WarioWare. Uh, Nintendo, pay us money. Now. <laughs> That's how it works. You just say it, and they do it. <laughs> Actually, um, they'll just sue you for money now. Oh, fuck. That's right. <laughs> uh, 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 Jared. Jared, games. Quick. Uh, quick. Uh, 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 Borderlands. Oh, oh, yeah. Fuck. That's a good one. That's a good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Good yep. pick. Yep. Yep. All right. Next person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, so Borderlands. Uh, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of the newest one, the Tiny Tina one. I liked it, but I played it once and I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, it wasn't last time Aaron and I played it together. That was literally the last time I ever touched the game. <laughs> but uh, Borderlands. So my favorite one of all of them is the third one. Or sorry, not the third one. The second one. Ooh, um, yep. yeah. Can't go wrong with Handsome Jack as a bad guy. Can't go wrong with Handsome Jack as a good guy either. So the pre-sequel story is kind of cool, but I hated the gameplay on that one. Um, 
but with uh, Borderlands, I, I love the uh, the whole loot shooter where every gun can be randomized, so it can do different things. You can have the same base gun, but it won't be the same if you have two different ones because it'll have different parts, different looks, different damage, different elements. I love the different character models. I love the, the comedy of the game. Mm-hmm. But I, I especially love just the fact that you, each character has their own unique playstyle. So technically, every playthrough with a different character is kind of like a new game in a sense. Uh, my favorite one, I, I I know it's a kind of not the right opinion here. Everybody seems to hate her, but I love Gage. Gage was my favorite character. She was a necromancer with the with death trap. Ooh, that was your first character you played too, right? That, you... that was my first character. Yep, because. Uh, yeah. The first time I ever played it was actually at your house, too. Um, when I first started working at that call center and I called in to play it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was a, that was a good day. Um, oh, my God, yeah. I don't know. I just Everything about that, that, that game is fun. Just the, the uniqueness, the art style, the, like I said, the comedy, the character gameplay, the gunplay. The unique abilities of each character, it just always changes every playstyle I played. Like, I played the first one, like, three or four times, all the way through. The second one, like, seven or eight times all the way through. Third one, like, four or five times all the way through. Pre-sequel only once, because, like I said, I hated the, I hated the gameplay. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do Man. it. Man, you're just, like, giving me nostalgia for that time period. Like, that was just a big-ass game with, like, infinite guns and like you said lots of humor lots of replayability no like i i don't want to be the old man yelling at the cloud but like no battle passes no skins to buy no yeah. i mean i don't know if they had i know it had skins but i don't remember how you got them they were all unlockable all in game nice yep. nice most of them were they eventually released some but base game there was still so many that were there was unlockable. a lot there was a yeah. lot to the base game too there was yeah like, even if you didn't own like the, the uh season pass with like they gave you all the extra DLC and shit. There was lots of side quests, a lot of hours you can put into the main quest. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just good multiplayer fucking fun. It's it was yeah. It, the two is is for sure the best. The fact that it took itself as not serious as possible made it like infinitely more fun too. Yeah. Like just looking at the skill tree and seeing sexual Tyrannosaurus, I was like, I don't even know what that is, but I want it. <laughs> I want to be your Huckleberry. Oh, that's yep. a good one too. A fistful of hurt, and he just punches him. <laughs> yeah, Salvador was insane. I loved, I loved the little short guy. Of course, he was supposed to be Mexican too, or whatever, some sort of Spanish, and they made him the shortest. I'm, I'm, so I'm sure I speak for all of us when I say that we can't wait for the movie to come out. <sighs> I <laughs> hope it's good. I hope it's good, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. You definitely, ever, yeah, you want these movies to be good, but Kevin Hart. <laughs> oh, Who's no. playing Claptrap? Is that Jack Black? Oh, I don't know. I know Jack Black's supposed to be part of that movie. I can't remember what, what he was supposed to do. And, like, anything with Jack Black is always good. Yeah, he'll be great. Good, but yeah. Maybe he'll carry it. Hopefully. <laughs> wait he'll, see. he'll be like the Tommy of that movie. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Him, guys. Everybody else is just, like, on their phones, like, playing, uh, playing like candy crush or something <laughs> like you got it jack <laughs> oh man um once again i'm gonna take the i'm gonna do a big swerve on on this wholly different game uh tetris 
You guys heard of Tetris? Oh my god. I, yes. don't, I don't know, man. That, that that sounds really far out. Are you making that up? No, it's a real game. It was on the Game Boy, the original Game Boy. That's actually like when I if I think about it, that might have been the first game that I like got hooked on replaying over and over again because my grandma had it on her Game Boy. Um Your grandma. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Um I mean, nice. it's a puzzle game basically, so I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, Tetris. It's the game where the blocks fall and you make lines, and then it gets faster oh. and faster. It gets faster and faster, and you keep going until you run out of space. But uh, it's just, it's so good, and there's so many different varieties. Tetris 99 is an amazing video game that somehow makes Tetris into a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it somehow, it, it shouldn't, but it like keeps the feeling of actually like killing people and taking their loot. Because as you defeat people you get badges which makes you send more blocks over to other people and so when you defeat them you get their badges so you get stronger by it it's it's dumb it shouldn't work but it does and and i will tetris uh effect was super cool with all the music and effects and stuff it kind of got a little overwhelming at times but still <laughs> cool it's just like i i'm always down for more tetris just just give me tetris and and i will keep playing it <laughs> just hook it in yeah have your arm a little bit like just hook it in baby give me the long piece <laughs> <laughs> where's that z at <laughs> oh man speaking of long pieces uh i was <laughs> i was gonna go with uh with shin megami tensei four yeah whoa the, the fourth yeah. one let me talk about this again oh boy um, smt yeah there we go yeah okay all right um uh shin megami tensei it's like it's like if uh pokemon was like kicked over and like shot in the stomach a little bit it's like it's all yeah it's uh post-apocalyptic tokyo instead of collecting pokemon or anything like that you're, you're recruiting demons and shit like that and um when you come across demons in combat you can instead of like going right to like attacking them you can talk to them and um try to get on their good side and then after giving them like money and items and shit They'll, they'll join your party. Well, they they might join your party, or if you're too low level, they'll like run away but come back. Or like, um, there's a lot of cool shit you can do with that. Like, th- there's different perks you can unlock that'll make it so like, um, if they're if they're like at really low health, they'll just they'll stop attacking, and they'll be like, hey man, please don't kill. Like if if I stop attacking you, uh, like I'll I'll give you like fourteen hundred maca, or like I'll give you this medicine or something like that. And then it'll be like, okay, and it's all, and then, you know, combat's over. Uh, and then there's, you can fuse demons to make more demons, which is really sweet. And that's, that's a big part of where the re- replayability comes in for me. Cause there's like quite a few demons that maybe you'll, I guess, like forget to recruit or you won't be able to recruit or something like that on your first playthrough. Um, but then, you know, your next playthrough around, you'll, you'll be like, dude, I got to complete that compendium, which is like the Shin Megami Tensei Pokedex. And, You'll get more demons. Uh, just fucking smash them together to fuse them into like another another demon. And I guess what even makes it even more replayable is all the different endings and different choices you can make that'll affect the ending. Because there's like there's a there's a neutral route. There's a uh, chaos route, which is like evil, and there's law, which is good. Or no, I guess law is like like the holy like god ending, and then chaos is like the the devil ending. But yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Why not? Yeah. Why not Shin Megami Tensei Five? I haven't beaten that one yet, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That makes I mean, a lot of sense. 
five five is good like i i've gotten almost to the end of it but i just really like four because like the soundtrack is good i love the story too i like the whole story around four and like the, the the back lore behind every single part of four is really good and i just was how the fuck do i put well five has a lot of bits where you're running around the map and you can like it's like a collect-a-thon kind of a little bit almost you can like run around pick up shit off the ground and like talk to well no he's running around and explore and shit like that but Shin Megami 4 doesn't really have that. You just kind of go from place to place. And yeah, it's just, I, I, I don't, I don't want collect-a-thon shit in my Shin Megami no. Tensei. No, no, you don't. Take it out. Get out of there. Yes. Go back to Donkey Kong 64. That's right. Yes. With those barrels. God damn those barrels. Jared? Speaking of barrels. uh, <laughs> He's got it down. Yeah. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> oh, those are good barrels. Those are the best barrels. I love those barrels. Um, honestly, like a lot of the Fallout games are always fun to replay. I've replayed like three and four a couple of times, but New Vegas is just something else. I don't know what it was about that game, but the fact that there's like six different endings, six different storylines to follow. You can be a complete asshole if you want to everybody. The... The gameplay, the the DLC by far is probably oh. one of my favorite game DLCs, especially out of all the Fallout. Like I love the, uh, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but you went through the the divide. That's what it was. The divide was like my favorite DLC from anything ever. Hmm. The the story with the area, and just the person that you're chasing the entire time, and the whole Fallout new uh new vegas style like the uh the skill points that you earn and whatnot it was just a glorious game they also there was like a lot of different ways you could play the game too like not not just uh how you talk to people but you could be like an unarmed like uh mega punching badass or you could only use heavy weapons and like blow lots of shit up and those were fun to experiment with too and my first experience, uh, if anybody's ever played the New Vegas, they'll know, is my first experience was I was right away and uh, met with the quarry. And I uh, I almost quit playing because I had a death claw chasing me for <laughs> 20 minutes. There's so many of them. I never never played the game before, so I didn't even know what was going on. I just saw this place, and then I ran in here, and then all of a sudden, death claws. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> Boy, this game's tough. <laughs> freaked out a little bit it was definitely a, a really big shock right away to go from oh this one one weird dude that i'm beating up and then these big monsters chasing me down killing me instantly Man, nice i the love I, new vegas i've only played fallout 4 and i love that so i'm i'm excited to play fallout 5 in 2038 i mean you could you could kind of kill some time and play new vegas it's the best one in the series Tommy. I you suppose could I could play seventy six too, and you know, hate your life. Uh... Man, I have a coworker who still plays that every single day. He logs in every day right. to play Fallout seventy six. He must hate why? his life. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, well, that is a good question, Aaron. Why? Why would you do <laughs> that to yourself? <laughs> uh, my last game on my list. Um, it's oxen free. I've talked about it before, but I'm going to talk about it again. Why? Because the I'm sorry, the sequel. No. <laughs> Please, why? 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> You're good. Um, this is heavy spoilers for Oxen Free, but I don't expect anyone to play it, so that's fine. <laughs> um, Oxen Free is a it's a game where you play as a a girl who goes to this island with her friends, and they're gonna go drinking because they're seniors, and Ooh. and spooky paranormal stuff starts happening, and kids start dying, and. Uh, you play through the game and, and try and figure out the mystery and save who you can and stuff. And, and then it ends. And then it's like, uh, do you want to do the new game plus? And you're like, okay, sure. And it starts off almost exactly the same. Everything's exactly the same as it was. And then there's like some weird time travel stuff that's happening. And it's, it's, uh, things are actually different. This isn't a new game plus it's, it's kind of like a continuation of the story. And, at a few points, there's like a shadow person, and it has like a username above them, and they'll tell you something to do. And whether you actually do that or not is up to you. But um, at the later part of the game, you have to make choices, and those choices are like they are similar to what the people tell you, the people with the usernames tell you to do. And uh, if you do everything just right, you get the good ending of the game, which uh and then after you end your game any time you end your game your run it puts you in that position of where you saw the people with the username and you have to pick what you want to tell someone else so these uh these shadow people that you're seeing are other people who have played the game and oh. they're they're giving you either hints or hindering you in trying to get the true good ending so then you at the end have the choice too to be like oh do i want to help someone by telling them what to do or give them the wrong information. And you might not know. It might take multiple runs to figure out what the, the right thing to do is. And you might not get the right information from people. But that was such a, a cool mechanic that made replaying it uh, multiple times fun to to see what other people tell you to do and also figure out what you want to tell other people. It's it's super cool. I have I want the sequel to be good, but it's been delayed for like four years, and it's owned by Netflix now. So who knows? God damn it! Uh, speaking of Netflix, I suppose my last game is uh, is Metal Slug, and it can really be like any game in the series because they have uh, they have pretty cool bits. Um, Metal Slug, Run a Gun series, Neo Geo, all that shit. But there's a lot of different paths that you can take in in certain levels to kind of change how you i guess yeah how you go through the level like uh good example is metal slug 3 like right at the beginning you're on this beach you're fighting like crab monsters and you can either keep going along the beach cutting down more crabs cut them apart or you can go uh, underwater in this like submarine and uh do underwater submarine stuff but yeah the games just have different different paths you can take to to alter basically how you, how you get to the last level and that shit's really cool try to find like all those different hidden pathways and cool different hidden guns and stuff like that it's uh not a whole lot more i can say about them but metal slug is good nice cool yes i never cool. played any of the metal slugs me either you never sh- touched them you should they're fun i don't agree with you yeah <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> okay <laughs> fuck me then <laughs> jared take us out close the door uh, take the wheel uh all right we're gonna go with skyrim yeah, oh. can't go wrong with a good old Skyrim because everybody, Scream. everybody and their moms at least heard of it if they've if mm-hmm. not played it. Yeah, like Skyrim Grandma. Yeah, Skyrim Grandma. She's got what? A yeah, hours seriously. into the game. Uh so Skyrim, uh, probably the best 
Fallout, or not Fallout, okay. Yeah. Uh, best Elder Scrolls game <laughs> uh, I've ever played. I liked Oblivion. I, I only played Morrowind for a little bit, but I liked Oblivion. But Skyrim was by far the best one. Um, even better than ESO, and ESO keeps coming out with shit. And I don't know, Skyrim still beats it by a long shot. But I love the, the open world aspect, the fact that there's so much shit to do in that game. It kind of builds your own path. You can kind of go against the norm. Like, I know one of the big decisions is the Dark Brotherhood, and you can immediately end that right away by killing Astrid, the leader of the Dark Brotherhood, uh, the Thieves Guild. You can always just tell them to fuck off. The the internal war, you can choose either side. You can be with the Stormcloaks or the uh, Imperials. You know, you can kind of just build your own path, create your own character, play your own game style. And with the DLCs, it even adds even more in-depth uh, choices, in a sense, for your character build, too. So you can kind of play however you want. There's one guy I saw, he never unlocked the dragons on his character. Hmm. What? So you can kind of, yeah, I know, it was weird. But you can kind of play however you want. And the game won't say no. The game will allow you to do that. Yeah, man, I love uh, Bethesda games and, like, how open they usually are. Like, uh, yeah, Skyrim, you can literally just do anything. Like, you can go anywhere, do anything, and uh, just watch out for trolls, though. Watch out for trolls. They, they hit real hard. Uh, giants as well. Watch out oh, for giants, giants, my bad. I meant to say giants. Trolls oh. suck, too, but giants. Woo, them giants. <laughs> Those giants were always fun, though. Like, that... I don't know if it was a bug or not, but when you were such a low level and they smashed down on the ground and instant killed you and sent fucking 20 billion feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just such a fun yeah. thing to watch. <laughs> I remember uh, I remember standing in line to get that game at the midnight release, 11-11-11, which was November 11, 2011, for, for you younger folks. But uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, was a cool, cool cold time outside. Standing outside in the cold for like three hours waiting for that fucking game. And then I got it. And I also, rushed Aaron, home. is 11 11 11, is that international or United States? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> United States, I don't know. <laughs> America. <laughs> um, no, good game. Good game. Good game picks, we... everyone. Good picks. Good, Great. good games that had replayability. I don't think we missed any. I know Jared had another one, but if he didn't mention it in the top six, then it must not have been a good one. Uh, it was Horizon Zero Dawn, but, you know. Okay. Don't, don't tell them. No, it needs to be a secret. Yeah, they, they'll be all right. Well, I'll take it out. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Yeah, please. Oh, thank okay. You. All right. All right. You know, let's, let's just edit all of Jared's stuff out. All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of the episode. <laughs> tell people we pushed you. <laughs> That's that, right. What did you think of that, Jared? It's just silence. We don't actually <laughs> cut it shorter. Just, hey, Jared, how's it going? Nothing. Just dead silence. All right, good talk. <laughs> yes, Aaron, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, you you do the own voicing for me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Um, but if you listeners at home, uh, if you want to tell us about a game that's very good at replayability. Uh, join our discord or go to twitter and write hello my name is whatever your name is and a game that i found really replayable is whatever and hit send do it no, don't hit delete hit no, send please no yeah. hit send yes um uh, do it and, multiple times too make sure you send like 17 of them 
Mm-hmm. If we don't respond within 30 seconds, send it again. Where, where yes, can sir. people find us on the internet, Aaron? And where can they find the Yugi Boys podcast? They can go to superhotsaga.com. Uh, all of our all of our episodes, blogs. Uh, you can buy a shirt from the website if you want. Yeah, we uh, have merch. Yeah, shirts, uh, stickers, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, and then uh, if... Uh, hold, I said uh, like five times there, sorry. You can go to our Patreon page. You'll find Yugi Boys there. $4 a month. All of our other extra stuff. Uh, support the show. Uh, another... Uh, here we go. Bye. Hey, wait, 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 yeah, what, wait, who, wait. Who's who's your sponsor? Who's your sponsor? For what? The the audience, the in-home studio audience? No, the Liquid IV. Oh, that's its own separate thing. Oh. Yeah, I've got a pre-recorded thing for that. Uh, but oh, I mean, okay. you, you can buy Liquid IV though. Just use the link yeah. in the in the. Uh, oh my God! Use the link in the, the description. description. <laughs> or check out with coupon code Superpod Saga. Use that code, baby. That's right. Um, thank you for being here, Jared. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, your input, Jerry. Your, your input was very enjoyable. It fucking better have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, thank you for listening, listeners. You're all beautiful in your own way, and oh. we love you. Are we going to talk about what the topic is for the next episode? Well, yeah. I, I didn't forget that. Oh, Aaron, I did. Aaron, <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I forgot it. Aaron, what are we talking about next week? Uh, so we've talked about all Xbox, and uh, we've talked about all Sega. We should talk about all PlayStation. All the PlayStations. I like it. Yes. That's, there's only like five Six. of those. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Seven All right. Look forward to that. Vita? Yeah. I include the Vita. Okay. <laughs> look forward to that, people. Look forward to us talking about video games. Thank you for listening to this episode where we talked about video games. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.